0: Out of Philadelphia, I'm Quincy Stallworth with Quince Questions. Today we talk to Minerva the Mystic. She's an awesome model, photographer, goth queen, and she's also a kink advocate. If you are into the kink community here in the Delaware Valley, or, in, or I guess they call this the Delaware Valley, you will be interested in this interview. She's also a photographer, and you wouldn't even believe it. She's legally blind photographer. She's really good at it. So, I got her on the episode. We're going to have a great conversation. She's awesome. Stay tuned. Great interview. Episode 178. I don't even know who I was talking to in the 60s and 70s anymore. Isn't that interesting? Uh, this is the Quinn's Questions interview. We'll be back. We'll be back right after these commercial messages. So
1: terrible, but I I I
0: Hello, everyone. This is Quincy Stalworth, and I'm here with the amazing guest, Minerva the Mystic. (laughs) Listen, so I've been talking to you actually for two hours prior to this interview.
2: So we ain't really got much to talk about. I want you to know. Uh, thanks for tuning in to quits questions. Bye, everybody. <laughs> yeah. So
0: Minerva is a phenomenal alternative model. She's an independent peer specialist. She was giving me some advice earlier, and I was rejecting it because, you know, I'm stupid. And she's a yeah, we... photographer. <laughs> she's a, a, a representative of a fashion line called Dark Jasmine Fashion. And she's also a kink advocate at Philly Beat. Is that is that fair to say? Yes. Okay. Yes, that's all accurate. All right, so we're going to break this interview interview up into one, two, three, four, five parts. Okay, we're going to talk first about kink advocacy. Okay, because that's going to be the main thing on everybody's mind. <laughs>
2: <laughs> of course. Yeah. Of course. Now,
0: now, you know, you you and me, we talk a lot. We 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 don't talk a little. We talk a lot. I mean, you, you're one of the few but you know what? it's because i have five younger sisters that i can talk to you for so long you know and, and and that's what happens when you when you when you have a lot of women in your family yeah you know mm-hmm. it, it, it's, it's, it's you, you get chatty like 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 get chatty chat. chat, chat.
2: I, I would say i also have that effect on people people get comfortable they start talking you know, you don't, know don't,
0: don't don't take credit for what you said <laughs> <laughs>
2: I'm like, I'm like, let me avoid the dented speech. Let's go away so, from that.
0: So <laughs> let's, let's talk about this great thing you have going on as a as a kink advocate for uh, Philly Beat. I'm on the page now, and I'm kind of wondering what it is. And it, it, I'm reading. This is bottoms focused and led kink advocacy and education group based in Philadelphia. I had no this was in Philadelphia, none whatsoever. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. Why do you need an advocate for kink? You know, can't you just be kink within you know the confines of your your office space or your your uh, home or in your car when nobody's watching? Why, why, why do you- what, what's the- Well, it's like this.
2: Uh, let me see if I can simplify this in a way. I mean, kink, BDSM, these things people do. Um, I mean, active people are participating you want to be as safe as you can you want to be consenting adults mm-hmm. and you want to prevent any unforeseen unconsenting harm you know and oftentimes people come into the community or into doing these activities with either not enough information with really crappy media representations that mislead and misrepresent what it is or what it can be for a variety of people and mixed in there is a lot of societal nonsense period in culture heteronormativity all of the all of the things that creates a, a situation where people are coming in and open and vulnerable with not enough education or support mm-hmm. in order to prevent being harmed in in those ways and There's a particular demographic within the kink community that definitely has had uh, that much of a heavier, not a heavier in comparison, not to say that tops and doms can't be hurt, but they themselves having this idea from things like Fifty Shades or whatever, how you should be, what you should tolerate, what you should deal with, and what is suffering and what is not. And, hey, am I doing this right if I'm uncomfortable with this thing and all of that? And there's nowhere to ask those questions. There's but, no but, one but to talk to about those things. Okay,
0: okay. So there's, you are there to safely guide us in so we don't feel so much shame. But here's here's the thing i like to know you know, how does one get involved now? Because I'm sure I got listeners, including myself, are like, man, I'd like to, uh, d- to find out more about this. How, 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 can I, how can I find out more?
2: Well, for one, I guess to specify what Philly Beat is, mm-hmm. first, this is an organization that started early 2020, so fairly new, and specify for people in the community who are bottoms, subs, and switches, these terms are familiar with those in the community. Uh, to I guess to simplify, in power dynamics, the sub is the one for fitting entrusting power into the Dom's hands. Mm. And when you're doing kink, the bottom may be the one in the scene being all the stuff being done too. If somebody's tying you, in a scene, they are topping. If you are being tight, you are bottoming. It's nothing to do with gender, nothing to do with sexuality. That's just the relevant terms. Mm. So that's who this group is geared towards. It is education, but also support for those individuals. So you would find our information either through that Instagram page, but more so in FetLife, which is basically kinky Facebook, and uh, you look up Philly Beat and we do have events. We do have discussions online about different topics. People get to share their experiences and all of that stuff. So mm. if you want to be involved, look up our information and see if that fits for you. If you're new to exploring or even if you've been in a community for a while and you just haven't had that form of support.
0: Now, do you have that, uh, what do you call it, uh, the spaces, uh, place where you can talk and listen like they have uh, what was that thing um clubhouse or like twitter has called spaces do you have anything like that that people can go to and listen to you
2: talk to me specifically like I, i i appear well i've been going to been attending with philly beat since the beginning and i'm not one of the organizers per se but i've also participated in educating people and directly, you know, being part of those conversations. It's just a matter of uh, appearing at the events. Like if we're doing an online Zoom, which we did most of 2020 and 2021, because Panini, Uh, then if you uh, attended that, then obviously then I would be there talking because I can't shut up. (laughs) And I have a lot of insight and experience. So usually that's, that's how I can be interacted with. But I also have my own separate page, but. That's how um, I'm active
0: in Philippines. You know, uh, I'm going to throw this out now. I think you should definitely start like a clubhouse or some sort of uh, Twitter pages, spaces where people can go and listen to you because you, you, you uh, pre pre interview you opened my mind to a lot of things. Like I thought that all BDSM was about sex and you 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 taught me that it's not it's oh oh no and then you taught me about something else called aftercare can you drop a little bit of science on us right here
2: i'll give an example that you would find in a quote-unquote normal culture right say you go to the gym and you exercise for an hour you might need some gatorade some water a towel you might have to go to the massage chair and maybe you're a little drowsy from the exercise so you might your friend you came with is like no i'll drive that is a form of aftercare for that activity aftercare is anything that a person might need to do and this goes for tops and bottoms subs and doms. everybody Mm. um it's subject to the person it's individualized but it's any type of care that you need or any type of things you need to do to get yourself, I guess, back into a balanced or safer space mentally, emotionally, or physically, um, depending on the activities that were you were involved in or where your headspace is. And that needs to be negotiated.
0: But a top is, us- I mean, from, from what you told me, a top or the dom is usually the one, you know, getting what they uh, are looking for why why do we, why do you have to be concerned about their uh their mental care after or why do they deserve aftercare <laughs> cuz
2: <'Cause> they're humans <laughs> uh. every, every every human who is being involved in this you're essentially consenting to be involved in activities that might push you physically emotionally or uh mentally in ways that maybe you're not used to or that you need to get to for you to go into a place of mindfulness or trance or satisfaction or whatever everybody needs to come back from that in a safe way so they can return back to where they were back to ground essentially
0: but you also said um and i wanted you to touch on this this is not really all about sex so no not for everybody what is this what if it's not about sex not for everybody Then what are we doing here?
2: What what, what is this really about? What's going on here? Explain this to me. Mm, How do I sum it up? I mean, essentially you're digging into your shadow self. You're digging into spaces that um, either society has demonized or you yourself have had pieces of needing to explore or you might be getting into it just out of curiosity because sometimes it ain't even that serious. It's just different for everyone. Like that's really, truly a subjective question. Like if you ask one person, hey, why do you like kink? Somebody would be like, yeah, people is freaky. I like that stuff. Okay, that might be true for that person. Another person might say, why are you into kink? And they might say, you know what? Helps my mental health, That's that I would be that person. (laughs) So it really depends on the person, I would say. What kink does or is or relationship to them is, and all of this is an extension of me doing wellness and support work. Understanding that a lot of us in the community are literally doing it for happiness, fulfillment, um, different forms of gratification, not just sexual, and that it means something more and deeper to a lot of people. So you wanna be in the protected, safer spaces as much as you can, or support it and to understand what you're doing so you can leave as a whole person.
0: For those of those of you who just joined us, I am speaking with the amazing Minerva the Mystic. She is an alternative model, independent peer specialist, photographer, representative, fashion model, and a kink advocate. We'll be back with more Quinn's questions right after this.
3: What does it mean to be woke and free? It means to be woke, educated, and enlightened. And you are unapologetically free to share your opinion while hearing out others, whether they agree with you or not. What does Woken Free mean to you? It means digging down to what's really going on, not accepting information just because you are told it is the truth. It is waking up to the idea that there is a story behind the story. It is freeing yourself from the chains of control. How does one become Woken Free? Make the decision, commit to a Woken Free lifestyle and never look back. Subscribe to the educational and entertaining phenomenon of a podcast at WokenFree.com, W-O-K-E-N-F-R-E-E.com, and you will tune in every week for Woken Free Wednesday for an unforgettable show you can't get enough of. Woken Free is more than a podcast. It is a way of life.
1: Your brand is operating on your behalf 24 hours a day and brand consistency builds confidence. At 1030 Designs we help you build brand confidence by creating cohesive logos, social media posts, websites, and marketing materials so your audience knows who you are at a glance. We're here to help and we're ready to get busy for you. Visit us at 1030designs.com today. That's 1030designs
0: Hello everyone, this is Quincy Starworth, and I'm back with the phenomenal, the amazing, the awesome Minerva the Mystic Let's talk about this this fashion brand is, uh, that you work with you're a rep for uh, Dark Jasmine Fashion uh how how can i get involved in dark jasmine Fashion? can you get me a job there because i just want <laughs> to steal the
2: clothes unfortunately i can't that, um true. currently the shop is closed but if you have business inquiries of course you can contact the shop owner
0: <laughs> now who 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 is the the, the, the the legend behind dark Jasmine fashion
2: or is this like several different ladies oh the legend she's gonna like that (laughs) so dark jasmine is independently owned and designed and handmade quality items that are also plus size inclusive dark jasmine um the individual behind it is actually a good friend of mine um this is i've known her for way longer than i've been repping the brand that's fairly fairly recent um but yeah, she's a black woman. and She's the designer behind all of the magic, that is Dark Jasmine, and yeah, she she makes it all herself. What, what's her What's her name? Uh,
0: Jasmine Goodwin. How about that? The, the Dark Jasmine just happens to be owned by Jasmine. What What are the chances what are we, of what,
2: that? I know, right? Is that that? I and- I thought it was a Larissa, a Kanye. You know, you just. You just never know. These names are so deceiving. And, and you, you
0: have <laughs> such great work with them. You know, how, how long have you been uh, with them?
2: Mm, I've got to say going on a year and a half, maybe. Wow. wow a year and a half? Yeah. You got and any, I've done a lot of... I'm sorry, go you ahead. Get, you
0: got any pieces I can steal from you? You know, jewelry? I <laughs> love the jewelry.
2: I mean, I mean, I do have some pieces um but i don't want you to steal them i like them just so happens (laughs)
0: you know uh you know most people are very happy to have be on the show you know they give me free stuff this is this is no lie i mean uh next time i see you i'm sure you'll have some (laughs) some some neck chokers for me you know what i'm saying
2: (laughs) neck chokers,
0: yo you know what i'm saying
2: a little something Rawr,
0: rawr you know what i'm
2: saying <laughs> I, i've never heard anyone refer to them as neck chokers I don't, like is wh- there a choker for an arm like a, I don't neck choker. so wristbands or arm chokers cool that makes a lot of sense actually oh, oh. <laughs> you know it's you say
0: potato i say uh, marbles you know it's it's, <laughs> it's 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 really it's really not not that big of a deal Let's, it's all about perspective all right, it's all about perspective they have a great fashion over here at dark jasmine uh dark jasmine fashion uh have you have you uh modeled like have you done magazine work with them for for them too or
2: uh no oh, the i haven't sh-
0: shut messed everything up
2: yeah it did and they did debut at a uh, fashion week during some of this time like last septemberish um they did a show in new york they did amazing but i was not available for that so you know i just haven't and we haven't done magazines like officially again i'm fairly new to representing the brand or i believe this is new timing wise like a year and a half sounds like a long time i have no perspective of this i suppose um but yeah i've just done a lot of independent ambassador work like a lot of the shoots that i've done have been self-produced for the brand so because i'm happy to support them
0: yeah and and you're you're an amazing artist an amazing woman is there uh any favorite pieces that you have that we should get before before it gets sold out or anything
2: um, well, right now the shop is closed, so you have to wait until the shop opens again, because again, it's independent, small uh, brand run by one person making everything. Um, she works really hard, really good quality items, but my favorite item, I believe, is called the Sheer Magic Poncho, and it's uh, translucent, it's good, stretchy, loose, free-flowing materials like black mesh, and I've been able to just mitch match it with so many different outfits. It's just my type of item. I just love the flowy gothic stuff like that. And that's just, that's my favorite thing in the world. There's also, uh, there's also a top that I'm actually currently wearing is a t-shirt and it says, I'm too goth for this. (laughs) And that's a mood. And I would say, go get that. And um, another item, which it's there's a tank version and there's a crop top hoodie version that says too gothic g-o-t-h-i-c-c and a lot of you plus size alternatives out there uh we we love that we live for the gothicness okay we we we're here for plus size curvy representation and just being real about it so highly recommend those items too and again good quality so
0: how about you and I, we go and we write. Uh, we, we 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 rob a bank, and then we oh. send the money to Dark Jasmine Fashion. This way, they can work on 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 more of our favorite pieces. Yo, I like,
2: would I would I would do it. I would, I would do it. Listen, but this I'll sit in, in the apartment. car
0: because I I have okay. to. I I can't. You know, I I got uh, I have Galp, so I can't run into the bank you'll have to do all the heavy lifting well you'll get your cut <laughs> don't you worry um th- this is all being planned on uh podcast
2: anyway <laughs> we'll, we'll work out the details out i the have details. my people call your people you picking course, up what i'm putting down of course <laughs> of course, of course. it's
0: the only way to do business uh, right for those of you who just joined us i am interviewing and speaking to the amazing uh minerva the mystic she's a photographer model uh, a kink peer advocate so many other things we'll be we're, we're going to be planning this heist meanwhile <laughs> you'll be listening to some commercials from some of our favorite supporters we'll be back mm-hmm. with more quince questions right after this
3: hey y'all my name is ernest owens i'm an award-winning journalist and ceo of Ernest mini empire llc I just launched a great new podcast called Earnestly Speaking, where we talk about friends, foes and anything that goes. I love talking about the news, politics, social issues, pop culture, entertainment, everything that you probably don't want other people to know you're thinking about. So if you really want to hear a black criminal's perspective on the world, this is the podcast for you. And if it's not, it's still the podcast for you.
1: Your brand is operating on your behalf 24 hours a day and brand consistency builds confidence. At 1030 Designs, we help you build brand confidence by creating cohesive logos, social media posts, websites, and marketing materials so your audience knows who you are at a glance. We're here to help and we're ready to get busy for you. Visit us at 1030designs.com today. That's 1030designs.
0: Hello, everyone. It's Quincy With I'm back with the amazing Minerva the Mystic. Hey. That,
3: that's, Aww.
0: Wow. That's a very lazy Aww. applause. You know, now that that was, I tried. Uh, uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> That was, uh, they were not happy because we told them no applause previously. Genius. Let's talk about your photography as M. Bell Photography of, on Instagram right now. Okay, so you're a photographer, but you are also legally blind. Mm-hmm. How? Oh, you got some great photos. <laughs> you got some beautiful photos too. I mean, listen, you know, I mean, this reminds me of neo in the third matrix we don't talk about the fourth one uh third (laughs) matrix where he had no sight but he was able to destroy the robots that were coming at the ship when him and trinity were traveling you got some really good photography oh i mean how how
2: can you see the code better since you're blind um well first i'd like to define very mindfully because we live in an ableist society where are internalized these messages about uh blindness there's something to clear up which is i'm legally blind so legally blind is kind of defined as you you're at a certain level of visual acuity sort of like you know how you hear people talking about 20 20 vision well that's sort of saying okay if something is like say at the end of a block you'd be able to see it or something mm-hmm. whereas in someone legally blind has at at least under, I think it's 20 over 200 or 20 over 400, something like that. And so I have some usable vision in my left eye. I only have about 5% of usable vision in my right eye. Um, And so one is 20 over 200 and that's the left eye. One is 20 over 400 and that's the right eye. So I have usable vision and the way that I see is subject, depending on uh the situation the visual situation and literally everything is visual so i can see i just see very differently so and and it's very sensitive and again it's situational so i have usable vision and i use that and i just i guess i i see stuff just the way i see stuff i guess
0: but you see things in such a unique and amazing way I mean, you really, really have a, a gift for photography. I was I was gonna say an eye for it, but
2: that was- <laughs> That's fine, I, I, I'm i cool with that. Yeah.
0: But you, you, you have a real gift for photography
2: and- I have a singular eye for it. You have an, an
0: amazing uh, eye for t- uh, photography.
2: I mean- Thank the, you. The, the, I mean, what, what do you shoot with? Um, Two things. Um, I have a cell phone and it's the LG K, is it K92? Mm -hmm. K592? Something like that. Mm -hmm. It's one of their last manufactured phones, but it's got these four cameras in the back and they all work very differently. And it's it's a pretty advanced camera phone, I think. And it just makes it a little easier. There's a manual camera mode where you can change the ISO and everything too. But I also work with the Canon Rebel T7 and that is an adjustment because i'm not used to dslrs but i got it a couple of months ago now i became more and more adept at using it so i switched between those two in terms of that just got a hold of some lenses to experiment with one being really low aperture, one being a telephoto lens, because I can't see at a distance, really. So a telephoto lens for photographers generally, you know, used in certain ways. But for me, it's a practical approach because, oh, crap, I can't see at a distance. Well, with this telephoto lens, that's just, hey, now I can see at a distance. (laughs) And Thank you, photography, for a visual convenience.
0: Well, again uh it's great um i i'm like impressed with your photography and you know like uh, you work with models you work with you work with all sorts of subjects you got a great photo of a cat on here i love this picture, a cat.
2: oh yeah my babies my my lion cub simba and my black panther ebony oh i love it
0: i love it i love it you can sick them on people when whenever they get out of control and <laughs>
2: and And the models that I've worked with have just been friends. Like I know a lot of creative people, a lot of other content creators. And sometimes they'll be like, "Hey, you want to do creative stuff together?" Okay, sure. Like it's one of our favorite ways to bond and connect. And it's no pressure. People don't be having money. We all understand, and we're just like, "Hey, you want to play dress up today?" or hey, let's or I'll just get inspired by them. They'll be doing something they really like. they get really engrossed like the other day i was with a friend at round one the arcade and they were playing um a djing simulator game and they are a dj and they were just engrossed and i took this shot of them from the back and i was like that's just that that right there Mm. watching the people that uh i love enjoy the things that they love is just it's just great i think they call it convergence i don't remember the exact term but i think that's where a lot of that comes from just get creative and happy together <laughs> you,
0: you, you gotta get you gotta get creative you, you gotta find happiness any way you can get it you know happiness is the uh is the crack of our era or maybe uh, <laughs> what? the era what? of our Crack his head. You know, I can't. I, 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 you know. Maybe you just cracked the code. Yeah, maybe I just cracked the code. You know, this reminds me of a uh, great scientist. Oh, no. Yes. <laughs> oh,
2: yes. <laughs> People this are what, looking they're like, wait, I'm <laughs> lost. But.
0: This reminds me of a great scientist uh, named Albert Einstein. And he was right about a lot of things. And his moments, right. in moments like this where I always bring up, Einstein was right. Mm -hmm. and and, and you you know you you faithfully agree you're a great friend and a magnificent photographer viewing Uh life through photos Mm -hmm. it's a photography experiment by a a photographical experimentalist
2: (laughs) essentially yeah like like the way i see it is an extension of how i see like me seeing itself is an experiment to some you know you people ask me those questions like one of the first things people say oh you don't look blind i'm like well um no i'm not stevie wonder but <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but it's it's the way that i see and it's just i'm drawn to these things in these moments and i i've been drawn to those moments in time longer than I realized, even when my late fiance was sick and we spent so much time in hospitals and everything, I would just look at the sun setting from like the 19th floor of Hub Hospital and it would just bring me some stillness in the middle of all of that stress and trauma and pain that he and I was going through collectively and it just soothed me, you know? So I've always just taken photos used to take pictures of him sleeping he'd be like you're a creep i'm like i I know but i love you though he's like okay (laughs) he hated photos but loved the photos that i took of him because i just caught him in moments of peace and i just loved him when he could relax so it's just it's just how i see you know it's just showing people look this is how i see this cat this is how i see this guy. this is how i see my friends
0: that's 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 beautiful that's very beautiful What, what was your fiance's name
2: Jimmy. Jimmy
0: Davis Jr. Jimmy sounds like a wonderful he was a wonderful person and is a wonderful person.
2: Mm-hmm. Thank you so
0: much for sharing uh Jimmy Davis.
2: Yeah, of course.
0: For those of you who just joined us, I'm uh speaking to the amazing Minerva the Mystic. Uh she's an alternative model, independent peer specialist, photographer. You can find her work on Instagram and on Facebook. I will leave links in the description down below. We'll be back with more Quince questions right after this.
3: Welcome to Headshots by Peggy Presents. It's a weekly podcast designed to encourage, inspire, and educate people in the industry. Our wonderful host, Peggy, is the most industry-savvy headshot photographer I know. She shares insights and interviews top industry professionals. You Gotta love that. New episodes every Thursday at 10 a.m. Pacific time.
1: Your brand is operating on your behalf 24 hours a day and brand consistency builds confidence. At 1030 Designs, we help you build brand confidence by creating cohesive logos, social media posts, websites, and marketing materials so your audience knows who you are at a glance. We're here to help and we're ready to get busy for you. Visit us at 1030designs.com today. That's 1030designs.
0: Hello, everyone. This is Quincy Star with I'm here with the amazing Minerva the Mystic. Yay! All right, oh, that's better. Yeah, Much that, better. I know. That, they, they're a little bit of excitement. The kids. They're, they are. They are something. They are something special. These kids. They are something. If, special.
2: if a kid likes you, it means a lot. If a kid don't like you. You need to check yourself out. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I thought it was
0: like dogs with the Terminator. If dogs didn't like you, then the Terminator was your, What you were a Terminator or something? I don't know.
2: I, I don't know. I, you know, yeah, who, Don't go,
0: he, don't, never go according to cats, though. Yeah, never, never. Yeah, cats are funny. My wife's cat, he, he, don't, I don't think he likes me at all. Big, he looks at me like he really don't trust me. And I, I look at him like I really don't trust him. So there's, there's, we're like at a a impasse right now. It's like we're 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 at an impasse where we're both want to grab the gun and shoot each other, but we don't we don't want to upset mommy. So that's
2: he's like, okay, I will tolerate you, human, because you help give me the foods. Yeah.
0: No, I don't help at all. I don't even feed him. I just Uh, uh, he's very large. My cat is. Maybe
2: maybe that's why he'll like you. Yeah, maybe that's why.
0: (laughs) He, he has black claws. And everyone I bring that up to, they, they've never seen a cat with black claws. I'm like, yeah. Oh, that's wonderful.
2: That's I'm, frightening. I, I demand cat photos. Yeah.
0: Well, yeah. Yeah. I don't take photos of him because I don't want no trouble from him. <laughs> <laughs> Smart man. Smart man. So, uh, we we are here to talk about you being an independent peer specialist. Can you... Describe what, what that is.
2: Well, a peer specialist, um, is a person who with mental health challenges, who uses their lived experience and some education and training in order to provide support for other people who also have mental health challenges. And I've used the term independent cause I never want to misrepresent myself. It's an ethical thing because even though I finished my training, and I could have been state certified. I didn't want to become a mandate reporter because I just, I don't feel comfortable with that. Not only that, but since I do work within the alternative, like I primarily provide a lot of support with within the alternative queer and king communities. So it's like um, dual relationships, which are, you know, counselor plus like friend or something like that, that usually has a, mixed interests as they would probably identify it as. That's how I work best. These interpersonal intentional relationships, is how I work best. So I'm independently representing myself, my own ethics in the way that I provide peer support.
0: Would you recommend everyone have a peer specialist that they can talk to and work with?
2: I would recommend support that is compatible with what you are going through with the person who is capable of providing that support it may not be a peer specialist for some people it may be like if somebody's maybe more religious leaning maybe they talk to their pastor mm. that's a form of peer support because you're peers you're both similar spaces experiences and maybe similar philosophies and you both talk about it in process oh. like a way. so i think in understanding support just generally, everybody needs support, but everybody might benefit from different types and in different spaces. So, right. I would recommend just supporting in general. And anybody can really provide peer support. Like your your coworker is a peer, your friend you work with is a peer, the, the model and a the photographer, they're peers in that work. There's they can provide that support for each other in the space. Like, hey. You know what I mean? So I think loosening the idea of what support is and looking for what that support might be for you individually.
0: And the fact that you just said a uh, pastor, I was like, I never really thought about that. I i, I, I need to get a, a pastor and then I also need to get a primary care physician
2: So the things <laughs> on my list of things I need to get. like it's subjective mind you i'm non-religious i'm non-religious so i personally wouldn't go to a pastor shoot i'm related to pastors and i would never think to talk to her about some of this stuff but uh, so that would not be a person adequate for my care but you know and yeah of course i recommend professionals that are again in alignment with you like if you have you know borderline personality disorder. You might go to a specialist that specializes in that. Or if you are a black and you've had a number of experiences with racial trauma, you might be more comfortable with a black therapist. And so again, like it's subjective. So your support depends on your individual.
0: Great conversation. Great time talking to you. And, and, and is that what a peer independent peer specialist does? They, they, they're easy to talk
2: to. I think in terms of ease of conversation communication like i would again say that that's subjective i i personally have had experiences where people have found it easy to talk to me but there's different reasons why it might be difficult for you to talk to someone or for them to talk to you like it could just be a thing that you need support for that they're just not familiar with like i'm actually non-binary kinky poly and all of this stuff but mm-hmm. if i talk to maybe a cis herder or a white man um maybe it'd be harder for me to talk to him but it's not to say that maybe this man isn't easy for somebody else to talk to so again it's subjective i, I would i would expect someone in that position if they're doing the work like if they're a certified peer specialist they are trained in order to be able to utilize communication skills that make it easier to communicate, like reflective listening, knowing when to check your biases in order to set that aside and really listen to the person coming to you who you're designated to provide support for. Like, I would hope that they're easy to talk to, (laughs) but that depends on the person.
0: Mm, mm. Well, uh, that's important. No, and i'm glad you said that because we got it here on this episode
2: <laughs> so, for those of you who just
0: joined us let me take a moment to reintroduce you uh i am with the awesome and very talented minerva the mystic we'll be back with more minerva the mystic on quinn's questions right after this
3: hey y'all my name is ernest owens i'm an award-winning journalist and ceo of Ernest mini empire llc I just launched a great new podcast called Earnestly Speaking, where we talk about friends, foes and anything that goes. I love talking about the news, politics, social issues, pop culture, entertainment, everything that you probably don't want other people to know you're thinking about. So if you really want to hear a black queer millennials perspective on the world, this is the podcast for you. And if it's not, it's still the podcast for you.
1: Your brand is operating on your behalf 24 hours a day and brand consistency builds confidence. At 1030 Designs, we help you build brand confidence by creating cohesive logos, social media posts, websites, and marketing materials so your audience knows who you are at a glance. We're here to help and we're ready to get busy for you. Visit us at 1030designs.com today. That's 1030designs.
0: Dot com. Hello, everyone. It's Quincy Starworth, and we are Bezak. <laughs> really? Oh, yeah. Really. really? Wow. Mm-hmm. That was awkward. Okay, yeah. that was awkward, and we're going to stick with awkward. that. We're going to stick with that opening because I like it. <laughs> All right. So let's talk about. Uh, I'm here with Minerva the Mystic. For those of you who just joined us uh, and who listened to those great uh, commercials. Uh, big ups to uh, our sponsors. We love you. We need you. Keep keep sponsoring. Uh, let's talk about you being an alternative model. Okay, on your Minerva the Mystic page, you have some great modeling work. Hey, did you go to any school or anything, or this is just natural talent straight out the straight out the door?
2: Um. First of all, thank you. Um. Listen, it's even taking me this long to even identify, connect the word model with myself. I've been technically doing um, content since 2015. Like I started on Tumblr with posting outfit pics and stuff like that Transitioned to Instagram. And again, it was all primarily just here's an outfit, wanted to share it, but. I don't know just over the years just getting used to doing that and realizing it was just a creative thing that i liked doing and really started to only really intentionally model within the last two or three years and just kept doing it, like practice, I guess, makes better. I, and I, I, I'm i always a little flabbergasted when people say something like raw talent and stuff like that. It's not that I don't see myself as having any, I've just been doing it a lot until I got used to it, I guess, <laughs> and I just like that creative expression, you know, and representation matters and all that jazz. And it does, <laughs> but
0: you represent black women very well. Your stuff looks amazing. Uh...
2: I mean who inspired you? Um I I can't even say there's a particular source. And actually for the longest time I didn't even like anything femme, which is funny. Um I ended up starting to explore this stuff sort of creatively and habitually as influenced by Jimmy. He like saw that I liked the things, so he started the habit of And yeah, like go ahead and do the things. And then I would go and find clothes that I just liked and I would just wear them. Like I've always liked Gothic beauty. I've always liked that dark aesthetic. I've always wanted to sort of see that representation of myself. And slowly I became this and here I am. And it's just all creative motivation, essentially like there of course there are people like Elvira and Morticia Adams and stuff like that but there were also always black alternative people like I identified Aaliyah as being black alternative (laughs) like her style was femme and masculine at the same time and some like bikerish type styles and I grew up with Aaliyah and TLC doing doing really uh out of the box sort of sometimes sci-fi type the silver clothings and the red hair t-boss always bought like always had those influences uh, artistically around me and i'm just like that's cool and that's cool and that's cool it's so cool i'd like to do that too because <laughs> it's cool it's just artists from all around me and then friends that i started to meet and then you got stuff like anime where every other character's hair is something other than their regular hair color and comics and games and all of the things (laughs) all all the
0: all the things you can imagine (laughs) aren't yeah
2: understatement so i all of these creative music artists, um, comic books, the movies, and all of this stuff always fed into that creative expression. And I'm just like, I found stuff that sometimes it was just based on practicality. Like, oh, well, I don't like the way this material feels. Well, I'm not gonna wear that anymore. And I don't like when this is too tight around my calves. So I like this skirt. Okay, that feels better. Uh, wait, it's winter, let's find some boots. Ooh, those have studs. Like it's it comes from a lot of different places i guess
0: comes from the inner mystical being of minerva the mystic and you guys heard (laughs) it here first thank you so much
2: thank you so much for having me uh quincy i just really appreciate the opportunity and having more awesome conversations with
0: you so i put this song on the last episode and i think it works really great for my interview with minerva the mystic uh people i got all kinds of questions like who is that who are you playing well let me tell you who the artist is the artist is t-shirt and sweats and this is some really addictive hot song they got called grit and chips want to thank minerva the mystic for coming on she's an awesome guest make sure you guys follow the links in the description down below of this podcast or if you're listening to this on computer which seems a lot of people are listening to because everybody's working remotely you can click on the link in the uh in the browser uh i use a lot of hyperlinks so make sure you guys follow support and encourage Stay tuned for our next episode where we are playing the highlighted song suggested to us by Epidemic Sound. Now, it's not a talking interview. It's a music episode because, you know, you got to pay bills and you got to support these artists. So I know that sounds, you know, kind of disappointing. But think about all the incredible new artists I'm going to introduce you to. You're going to say, oh, wow, I never heard this person before. Or, oh, wow, this is great. Now, um, I really wanted to do some uh, tone, but uh, I'm not sure. I might end up doing some hip-hop mixed with tone. I don't know. We're going to switch it around. Episode 179, the Epidemic Sounds episode. <laughs> Questions has been a production of Anchor.fm and the good people over at Spotify. The music you all are hearing in the background right now is provided to us by EpidemicSounds.com. We also want to thank the talented staff of 1030Designs.com for crafting our logos and promotional materials. Quince Weston's executive producer is Jacqueline Stalworth. Our technical director today is Zion Goldstein. Our editor in chief still hopping around. We don't know who we're going to go with. Uh, our engineer today is Caden Riley out of Cherry Hill, New Jersey. Our interviews are written and produced by Janet Gilmore if you're interested in artists and you want to write send us an email q at quincequestions.com I'm Quincy Starworth thank you for listening and have a great day